Hello, hello, and welcome back. We are back. It is the Sons of Legends. I'm your boy Art Dog and your homeboy MJ Gunner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It feels so good to hear them words again. We back. We have. We are back, and of course, we couldn't come back alone. Oh man, never, never, never that. We got too many friends. You know, you got to have one of the family members come back. Our main man, our boy. The Reverend of Real Shit himself, Sam Spade. Say what's up, Sam Spade. Back, back like we sold something. Let's get into it because I got a lot to say and I know y'all do too. Yes, you sir. already know. I mean, what 100%. you want to get into first? You want to get into SummerSlam? You want to get into the news? Let's do, some, let's do SummerSlam since that's already happened. All right. Well, let's, let's kick it off with SummerSlam. Of course, it was an amazing event to me. Loved it. I really love SummerSlam. They actually played things the right way. Let's start off by talking about the matches that was kicked off the card. Mm-hmm. First off, they pushed Becky and Trish. They pushed them off. Do you think it was worth being pushed off? Nope. I'm sorry. If I'm if I'm Becky and Trish, I'm I'm pretty upset. I feel like they should have been on that card at SummerSlam, a hundred percent. Rhea Ripley was not on the card. Another another tragic person being left off the card, to be honest with you. You know, Rhea Ripley's one of the the, the hottest uh, women's uh, wrestlers at the at this point. She I wouldn't even say title. I wouldn't even say hottest women's wrestlers. I say one of the hottest wrestlers. Yeah, well, that's another good point. The point is that she should have defended that title on that big stage. And also the uh, they left off. Actually, a lot of people was left off this card. Yeah. If you want to be honest, but 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 to be fair though, I feel like you know it's a little bit more unfair towards the women because at least the men have the battle royal, and you know they had more matches on the card. You know, the women only had two. Exactly, but uh, it kicked off with Logan Paul and Ricochet. Uh, Sam Spade, your thoughts on Logan Paul? Before we continue. Mm-hmm. I will say that after seeing the card, the entire card, there was one match that should have not been on the main card and put Becky and Trish on there, but I digress. Okay, we're going to digress we and we're going to talk about it later about. because I we feel differently. Know you know, I always have a different we, opinion. We all know it, but, but, but we'll get there. Logan Paul, Ricochet, Sam Spade. Fucking epic. I didn't like the ending, however, but... Other than that, it was exactly what you expected. It was going to be high-flying nonsense, and it was great. Gunner? Oh, man. I think hell is finally frozen over. I never thought in my wildest dreams I would actually be saying that I'm a fan of one of these Paul brothers. Leave it to wrestling, though, because I would say that I am officially... Actually, not even officially. I've been a Logan Paul fan for a while since I started since I saw, started wrestling. Uh, the way... the as good as that man is, it's just he should not be that good at this level. You know, he shouldn't be. You know, it is unnatural, as they say, to be as natural as he is in a wrestling ring. You know, he's only been doing this a few years. I I was already a Logan Paul fan before he became a wrestler. Yeah. But to actually be able to call him a wrestler It's crazy. Is Absolutely bananas. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, this was one of the matches that I looked forward to the most because 
we'd get to see kind of a different style out of Logan Paul, you know? When he when he wrestled the other matches, you know, he wrestles them against, you know, the technicians, men, and, you know, Rose, wrestles them Rose against, Rose, you know, people brawlers. that, that brawlers, stuff like that, you know, this is really the first time we've ever seen him in there was, unless you count him and Rey Mysterio and Dom, you know, but that was like kind of his first match. This is his first singles match against, Somebody who can do the things that Ricochet can. And we got to see if Logan Paul could keep up with him. And I say that he could. You know, I was thoroughly impressed. I, I not only say that he could. I say in some moments he kind of outshined him. I mean, that, that buckshot layer into the outside, outside of the ring was crazy. I loved it. I mean. The, the, the landing was a little iffy, but it yeah. was sweet, though. Yeah. I mean, he's going from the inside to the outside, so it's not exactly a perfect way yeah. to hit a, a plancha into mm-hmm. a clothesline to the outside. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And and Ricochet sold it, and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. That's why Ricochet is one of the best workhorses in the game right now. Right. And, you know, Sam Spade, he brought up the ending, but I kind of like the ending because technically he's supposed to be heel here. Ain't and, no technical about you know, it. He, he's the heel here. And, you know, we see all the amazing things he can do in the ring. Sometimes we forget that he's technically supposed to He's supposed to be the bad guy. So having him cheat to win, you know, kind of, uh, you know, submits that point. Because the reason you keep forgetting that he's a bad guy is because of his move set. Yeah. His move set leans more towards a face wrestler. Yeah, it does. A lot of the high flying things that he does, you know, the springboards, the mm-hmm. the buckshot lariat, well, the Maverick lariat, as the somebody cor- corrected me on right. Facebook. The Maverick lariat. Um, you know, and he's jumping off the top turnbuckle through the announce table. That that top rope neck breaker, yeah. like things like that, it really tends to lean towards a face wrestler. But people hate Logan Paul. That's because of the, his his mic work is also another reason why people don't like him. It's just easy, easy to to dislike this guy. Get on the mic work. He's like one of those young douche douchebag guys that you went to high school with. You know the popular guys. You know them. I mean, he's like, he's like MJF. Yeah, yeah. sort sort of like MJF. But see, that's that's the thing, and MJF has done a complete three sixty. Yeah, he has. being a face, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying he proved that he can work both ends, and Logan Paul mm-hmm. proved that he can work both ends. Mm-hmm. It's just people naturally hate Logan Paul for who he is in real life. Yeah, outside yeah. of WWE. I mean, to to be completely honest with you, I can't really blame them for not really enjoying, you know, him outside the WWE. I, mean, I didn't really like him. He's going through a lot WWE. of things, you know. He's got the the crypto zoo scandal. Yeah. He's got the prime scandal. Yeah, he he's, he's got the. I remember the, the, he talked about the the dead body prank or whatever he did. It wasn't in, a prank. It was a suicide forest scandal. Yeah. yeah. Stuff yeah. like that, you yeah. know. He's had a. Bla- he's got a lot of black marks on his name, as they say. Exactly, but what WWE fans him all day. Yeah, what going. WWE fans tend to do is they leave your real life out of it and look at you as what you are in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. And in the wrestling business, Logan Paul is good at this. I mean, yeah, he can definitely go. I can say he's a natural. There's no denying he's good at it. 
I think another reason why he gets as much hate as he does is because I think we can all agree here that wrestling fans can be kind of elitist. I want to say, when it comes to people who did not start out as wrestlers, you know, you're not a wrestler, what are you doing here, you know, why do we got to look at you, you know? Not just that, it's almost like like a family business. Yeah, yeah, you're not a part of the family, what are you doing here, you know, you're not a wrestler, you know, sometimes we can get like that when it comes to people outside the wrestling business, like celebrities, or, you know, things of that nature. And when they... When they do a good job, they do a good job. I mean, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny has been completely accepted. Exactly. You know that's that's what I'm saying. You know, it'd be different if he wasn't good at this. You know, he keeps coming back and he's not any good. He's no Snooky. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it'd be different if he was just you know like another celebrity. You know, but he's not, man. The man is good at this. And he's actually stuck around long enough yeah. for you to actually notice that he's good at it. Hundred percent. But yeah. Sensei, how do you feel about Logan Paul? Next. <laughs> uh, you don't exactly. like him? <laughs> no, I, I'm not a fan of him or his brother. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just not a fan of either one. I mean, he puts on some spectacular measures. He carries his weight. I'll give him that, but yeah. fuck that guy. <laughs> hey. Well, that's a completely, you know, normal reaction. Well, I was a it fan is. of Logan Paul since Impulsive. Uh, I watched his Floyd Mayweather fight, you know what I'm saying? I've watched him go from just being a complete YouTube star to actually building his brand to what it is today. Speaking of which, it's actually, it actually was a pretty big weekend for the Paul brothers because Logan did his thing at SummerSlam and he hopped on a flight and then watched his brother beat Nate Diaz which in the is, boxing world. But see, that's, again, another... Retired MMA. Well, they, they know what they're doing. They definitely know what they're doing. You know, at least I feel like they know what they're doing. You know, they're not gonna really pick the the big fights against the people that are still in their prime, as they say. He's not you gonna know? fight. He's not gonna fight no Bud Crawford you know, or they, Earl they, Spence they know what they're or doing. you know Canelo. He's not gonna fight none of those guys. He's gonna fight guys who are at least. Minimum boxing skills, mm-hmm. but can box. Yeah, you know, and I can't really blame him for you know no, knowing it's a what he's doing. Grab. It works, you it's know. A cra- it's a cash right, grab. right, you know. Big it, name, but they're not exactly you know the very well known in the boxing boxing world. You know, it's still a big name. Okay, uh, got to keep moving. Yeah, we got okay. a lot to talk about. All right, next match. Uh, I mean, I don't want to go match after match, mm-hmm. so we'll move on to the battle royal. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty man over was it thirty men over the top like rope battle royal? Twenty or so, I'm not sure. Either way, SummerSlam battle royal. Slam Jim SummerSlam battle royal. Either way, <laughs> uh, they're looking. Everybody's looking at L.A. Knight. Yeah. But the person that came back was Omos. Right. And he actually did some damage in the battle royal. He eliminated about ten people or so. But uh, I can see the feuds that are coming based on the battle royal. Okay. And uh, of course, uh, L.A. Knight and Sheamus is a feud that's going on. But more, more likely, L.A. Knight and the Miz. Yeah, because of what happened on Raw of what last happened. night. But how do you guys feel about L.A. Knight and in, in, uh, in general right now, Sam Spade? I think L.A. Knight is one of those superstars that he caught lightning in a bottle mm-hmm. quick and 
they're actually trying to capitalize on it, which is actually pretty surprising considering they usually drop the ball in that kind of situation. Right. Um, I like it. You I know, think, I think I've heard Vince, and saw articles and rumors about he's basically a knockoff rock or a modern version of the rock. I mean, so what? Everybody's gonna take about, inspiration um, from rock and um, Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. Say same thing about him. Every everybody's gonna take inspiration from like rock Austin Taker. I mean. You you take things from the past, you upgrade it and make it better. That's how mm-hmm. everything always works. It wouldn't yeah, nobody be, nobody's original. It, so it wouldn't be. I mean, it's it. hard to find something that's never been never been done before, not once. You know, exactly. It's pretty hard. Every everybody's kind of looked at as a knockoff of something. Yeah, you know, it's about what you can do with the things that you have, you know, how to make them your own. Exactly. Kind of put a little bit of your own flavor on them. Roman Reigns is the travel chief, but we did have a high chief before. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, it's always going to be looked at as that. I think that they actually are doing it right by not just putting the rocket on his back. 100%. 100%. Because they always make a mistake of giving the fans what they want and then not knowing what to do with it afterwards. I've said that on this show before. You know, it's like whenever they they give us what we want, but it's our idea, not theirs. So they don't really have a direction to go with them. You know, it's like, okay, he's here now. You know, he's a big star and I was over with the fans, but now what? You know, what, what are we supposed to do with this guy now? I think the biggest example of that was Kofi Mayweather. 100%. I think so, too. You know, everybody wanted to see Kofi get his moment, and I'm glad he got it. But after that, what next? You know, they didn't really spend time uh, really not, making Kofi, Kofi into that, the main superstar. No, I think I loved Kofi Mania. I think that was one of the best moments in WrestleMania history. I mean, definitely. I loved the moment. You know, I'm definitely glad that Kofi got it. He definitely deserved it. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying that, you know, the machine didn't really get behind him as much as we got behind him. No. my point. I think that they didn't change anything. Yeah, you know, if if he's going to be, you know, the main main event uh, star, you know, they got to change some things about him to make it different than what he is now. Exactly. I think it was just that... He still came out with pancakes. He's still, still with the New Day. With the New Day, you know, you know he's still he seemed like exactly a third the third man in the group. You know what I'm saying? It was just uh-huh. he just didn't seem like a solo star at yeah. the time, even though everybody was behind him. Everybody wanted to see it, and it was a great moment. Like no lie, it was one of the it best was. moments I ever seen. 100%. But still, and that's what I think they're avoiding with L.A. Knight, which is a good thing. Because I mean, they could just strap the rocket right. on them and shoot them right up the top. Personally, I love L.A. Knight. Been a big fan of his ever since he was Eli Drake. I feel like, you know, with him, when they give him the opportunity to go out there and to just be himself, it works. It always does work. Well, they did. They had to because the Max Dupree thing yeah. wasn't working. It was, that was dead. You know what I'm no, saying? No, thank but you. When he first came up on the roster, you could tell from people actually didn't know who he was. But when they gave him that microphone and let him do what he does. He, he gets yeah. it. Yeah. I'm definitely glad that, they're, you know, they're kind of waiting it out. You know, that'll definitely prove, you know, if he is a flavor of the month or if, 
you know, the people will stay behind him continuously. They got to give him better opponents, though, because people like The Miz and, you know, him fighting. I mean, even though Sheamus is a great opponent, he's not going to get him into the main event. They got to give him main event caliber opponents. They got to give him the... You know, the Cody Rhodes and the Seth Rollinses and the, you know, the Jay Usos because Jay's pretty much main event now. I think it's fine, you know, starting off with people like Sheamus and The Miz to kind of get his feet wet, you know, get in the door and everything. And then once, you know, he gets a little more established, then you give him the the bigger guys on the card. But it's like I said, though, you know, it's uh, I think it's really just, Waiting it out to see if we're gonna stick to it because if we if they don't exactly if they don't strap the rocket to them automatically we might get bored of it eventually, you know. No one gets bored of one word phrases. No, I'm saying though, like we might you know just give up on it if you know it doesn't happen automatically. No, they just they they're doing it the right way. Yeah, they got to do it the right way. Yeah. All right, uh, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey MMA fight. Sam Spade. <laughs> Sorry, I got sick. What? <laughs> well, he's not wrong. I he's think not. you guys are. I think people that didn't understand this didn't understand what MMA is about and what this actually was. This was a choreographed MMA fight, which worked great to me. Well, personally, I don't. You might really be the only person on earth that feels that way. I can't be. Personally, I don't really uh, enjoy choreographed MMA fights. You know, but but that's just me. You know, it'd be different if it was actually like a legit, you know, MMA fight. I mean, but, did you see Shayna's face? They were hitting each other. Okay. And they were doing some damage. Job. Right, right, I get that. Both of them did some damage, and I think that it was great, actually, because it was more, it wasn't, you know, like a wrestling match is slams and throw them out the ring and this, this, and that. MMA is more about the punches landed, the takedowns, the submission attempts, things like that. But That's like, what you look towards. But like there wasn't a judge or rounds or anything it's like not, that. See, the only way to win that, is by submission or knockout, and thank, somebody has to thank be... You, Matt. Somebody has to be submitted or not that. That was one of the problems that I had. You guys can't. There weren't no rounds. There weren't no judges. You can't. I was was actually expecting them to throw it inside of a Lions Den match. Or uh, not a match, but Lions Den, you know, ring or whatever. That's my problem. Everybody shits on it because it's Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, but everybody loved the Lions Den thing, and it was the same concept, except it was in a ring. It's like... A fight in Pride, in Pride or K1 or any of that stuff. And well, I think that it was good, actually. Well, see, here, in my opinion, with regards to that, the reason the Lions didn't work back then was because UFC wasn't nearly as popular as it is now. And I feel like so, they did the same so, thing with Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher, and it worked in NXT. And that's because and MMA was way popular at that time. But the thing was, they were allowing them to do wrestling moves. There were no wrestling moves in this fight. I, I think what took it, what, what really took it apart, was the fact that they tried to choreograph a real fight as opposed to a wrestling match, which is 
essentially the same thing choreographing a real fight. If you really want to break it down to meat and potatoes. I was going to say it's the exact it was, same thing. It wasn't executed well. It just wasn't. I think I it was. Like I like The it. crowd was just so big. I, know, think, that's, I think that's the part you know. that killed it was the crowd not being behind it because they didn't understand what was going on. You can't give an MMA fight to wrestling fans. That's not necessarily true. Well, I'm pretty sure... Name one instance where it worked. They gave them the bra yeah. for all and it didn't work. You know, I didn't like the match. It, I liked it. I, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. I did. I liked that it. Been, when, I know when why they didn't got hit with that step up knee. But that should have been on the pre-show. When Shayna got hit with that step up knee and it it damn near took her out. That head kick from Shayna to Ronda was classic. Uh, the beat down that she took and still was able to choke her out. And this is the first time that Ronda Rousey's ever been submitted ever in anything. So I think she really gave Shayna the you know the goal but before you, she leaves because Ronda's really, supposed to be going back to the UFC. But do you really see Shayna, you know, really, you know, skyrocketing after uh, getting this this big win? Over it Ronda? all depends on how she's booked because she, remember when she was brought up from NXT, they put the rocket on her back, but then made her lose to Becky at WrestleMania, and she's been off ever since then. Yeah, that's true. Because she did eliminate the entire elimination chamber alone. The only person to ever do that. And then they made her lose to Becky at WrestleMania to a pregnant Becky at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm all for having Shayna, you know, go to the top because I do like her work. But I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see if that actually pans out the way it did, but... Exactly. We just and, have and then to you also got to think about this too. Um, you know, outside of the ring, they're best friends. So you really didn't want to have an MMA fight, like a real, for real, for real fight with your friend like that. They still did damage and, to each other. And the whole yeah, thing match was They still did damage to each other. Like, and I everything. didn't realize. And that. I really like the story behind it too. Because it almost holds true because Shayna was in MMA first. Ronda came in, took it over. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shayna was in the WWE first. Ronda came in, took it over. Shayna's tired of riding Ronda's, you know, shadows. Yeah. And it, I think it was, I thought it was great. I thought everything behind it was pretty good. I thought the match was good. I mean, everybody else, it, they just, I think they just hate it because it's Ronda. A lot of people just hate Ronda Rousey. See, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people just hate Ronda Rousey. And in my opinion, she's one of the greatest MMA stars of all time. I'll give you that one. I definitely will give you that one because you can't take away the fact that she did trailblaze the the way for the women in MMA. You know, no matter how long, um, no matter how much you don't like her, you know, you gotta give her that. I give her all the props in the world. I just, you know. Everybody just hates it because it's Ronda. But anyway, uh, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental title. Really enjoyed it. Loved that match. I haven't seen a bad Gunther match since he's had that belt yet. I love the way that they're doing this. I love the way that they're presenting him like like the Intercontinental title is a big deal. Like it should be. 
Like, I feel like this is really the time where they are re-elevating that belt. And they found the perfect person to do it with. Because Gunther is intimidating. He's, he's, a, he's a great mic worker. He's a great in-ring technician. He's got a good faction behind him. Like, all the stars are in alignment for Gunther to take that title to New Heights. And I love that they're doing it. He's only 30 ways a day from uh, 30 days away from beating the Honky Tonks man's record. And I really hope he gets it. I'm pretty sure he will. You know? uh, I, I, I love Gunther, but I don't want him to break the record because I'm a big Honky Tonk man, Mark. Well, I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Goofy's host theme song of all time. <laughs> One of. <laughs> man, One of how do you feel about that? I just love it. My favorite is Repo Man, but that's another podcast. But, how do um, you feel about the match? Love this match. Loved it. Hard hitting, just what you expect from two big brutes. Mm-hmm. Loved it. This is the Loved first it. time that I can remember anybody besides Brock kicking out of the Claymore. Like, I remember you saying that. I had to think, like, really? I didn't know that that move was that protected. You know, any, nobody's ever kicked out of it? Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. It took like three Claymores to put him down. Yeah. But uh, I really enjoyed this match because these are the kind of matches that I love to see Gunter work with the people that are hard-hitting and also technical and can still work in the ring. You know, they have that brawler technical style that Sheamus had, that Drew McIntyre has, that a lot of other people have, you know? Gunther has this shoot wrestling style where it's almost as real as it can get being a wrestling match. Yeah. Absolutely. After after a match with Gunther, your chest is going to be purple. You're going to be sore all over. Mm-hmm. And you probably won't wrestle the next show. <laughs> he kills people in there, man. Awesome. And he takes it just as much. You know what I'm saying? He was purple at the end of it. Mm-hmm. and I mean, the way he finished him with that four-hit combination, pushed him off the top, mm-hmm. hit him with the splash. Picked him up, hit him with that massive lariat and powerbomb. Right. I mean, he he does, he, I mean, this guy is just a monster in there. Yeah. And if anybody deserves to beat that record, it's him. Absolutely. I have a, I have a something I want to ask you guys. Uh, do you guys like this version of Gunter? Or do you guys like the more, like the Walter version of Gunter we saw in NXT UK? You know, he's bigger. I feel like he's more intimidating that way. You know, he... How do you, how do you guys feel? I um, think, I think that he's faster. I think that his matches last longer. Mm-hmm. I think he hits a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And I think that the skinny... That Gunter opposed to Walter is more of a presence. Mm-hmm. Sanspey, how do you feel? I mean, I like the name Walter more than I like the more the name Gunther, but this Gunther, I, I, he's he's awesome. I mean, like I, I can't add to more what you just said. You know, he's moving around much much faster, more fluid, more smooth with it. Not to say that he was sloppy as Walter, right, you know. I mean, the only but, thing was his top row splash seemed more devastating with more weight. 
but everything else is pretty much the same. Because to be honest with you, I feel like that they're two different people. They're two different characters, really. You know, because Walter, I feel like he was more of a, a presence. You know, he's more of a, a, a spectacle, as they say. You know, you got to come see how big this guy is. You know, he was like a, a main uh, attraction or something like that. And, you know, Gunther, he is, you know, in my opinion, more wrestler. You know, like you, like you said, he's in better shape. He hits harder. He moves faster. He's he does his moves. You know, you know, sharper. I think I think with Walter, everybody was just waiting on the big chop. Yeah, that's all people wanted to see was him chop people in the chest because he's so big. You know, that, and it and the sound that it made yeah. with his fat mm. was just it. It sounded off through the whole arena. Right. That's all people were waiting on. With Gunther, though, you know that this is going to be a match. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's obviously uh, a plus that, you know, he looks like he's more healthy and he's, in, you know, in better shape. He's taking uh, care of himself and everything. You know, that that can never be uh, something to look down your nose at and, you know, not take as a positive. All right. Especially uh, for an athlete. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Sam Spain. I like the match. Um, I don't want to say it was too overbooked, but the dynamic with Damian Priest having the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase, that added a little dimension to it. Um, the callback to the first time they fought when um, Finn injured his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't really have too much negative to say about the show, except the first match we already covered, the Ronda Rousey Baser match, and yeah, the other one that's coming up. Yeah. Okay, so I, the problem that I have with this is that it's turned from a feud between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, which was very intriguing. It was. Into a feud with Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Hate it. Hate it so much. That's the problem that I have with this. I mean, people are more focused on Damian Priest and Finn Balor's beef than they are with Seth Rollins and and Finn Balor's beef because the beef between Seth and Finn actually has death to it. It has a lot of in-death parts to it, and it could be really, really something that could probably end in like a hell in a cell. But instead, they're focusing on Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Judgment Day, Beef. Absolutely. You know, it's like you said, you know, they focus more on uh, Priest and Balor than they did on Balor and Rollins, which is a shame because, as you guys keep saying, there's such a great story to tell there. And I really love the way that they pulled back to seven years ago. You know, Balor's coming back for... You know, what Rollins took from from him. And this Balor yeah. has great mic skills to boot with it. He does. He does. Like, he's really going to show off with the mic. And I just hate the way that they're hinting that they're going to break up the Judgment Day because they're, they're doing so well right now. Like, you guys know me. I hate when they do this. Jesus. I really, I really thought at a point that Finn Balor could win this title at SummerSlam and they could have... Like Money in the Bank, the women's title, awesome. the North American title, and the world title, and all be in a unit and have Damian Priest cash in somewhere else. Like, for, 
have them cash in on Gunther. I mean, no one's cashed in on the IC title yet. You know what I'm saying? They had they had Theory cash in on the U.S. title and never win it. Mm-hmm. I just hate that they're gonna that they're hinting to breaking up the Jasper J because they're hot, man. They're hot right now. You know, Dirty Dom and Rhea Ripley are one of the hottest couples in WWE. They're everywhere. Everybody seems to you know like the way that they work together. You know, this group, man, it works, and they always do this. They break up things at their height of popularity, and I'll never understand why they do it. Why? Why can't we have good stables and good tag teams? You know why, because Vince hates stables that last long. I hate so much. He thinks that they get stale quickly. This is not getting stale. It's just one of those things, man. How do you guys feel about a... J.D., uh, what's his J.D. name? J.D. McDonough. McDonough, McDonough uh, hinting that he's going to join the Judgment Day. I mean, he already, look, he already looks the part. You know, I, I've been, I saw him last week in Raw. He's got, he's got the, you know, the whole darker goth thing that they go for. Well, you know, uh, Jordan Devlin mm-hmm. or J.D. McDonough mm-hmm. is Finn Balor's protege. Right. So, I just don't know. Which way they're going to go? Are they going to kick out Priest and add McDonough in? Or is Finn going to turn on them and just roll with McDonough? To be honest with you, I love every member of the Judgment Day. But if I had to pick one to get booted from this group, it would be Damian Priest. I don't feel like he, you know, makes the same kind of impact that Dom and Mommy are making right now. Or you know Finn Balor for that uh for that matter because he really did, because he really did look like uh, a legitimate contender for Seth Rollins who could have beat him. I would rather Finn turn on them and him and JD run together and just attack them every chance they get. Yeah. But then that just leaves you know Damian Priest to be the third wheel for Dom and Mommy. Yeah, it, but everybody's a third wheel when it comes to Dom and Mommy. Exactly. They could just roll off on their own, but the one thing that I would hate is to get rid of the Judgment Day's theme song. Oh man, it's awesome. Oh, that's great. I love that song. I love that band. I love I mean, this group. I love everything about them. I could see, I mean, but you know, it was Edge using it first, yeah. so it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. I just feel like Either way it goes, uh, Judgment Day is pretty doomed. I hate it so much. It's not. It sucks. All right, uh, women's title: uh, Oscar, Bianca, Charlotte Flair, Sam Spade. My feed, uh, kind of was janky at this point. Um, I do, you know, like the, what I did see of it. I did like it. Um. I don't like the fact that Bianca took the win just to lose it to EO. I kind of do. Whoever was going to win was going to lose to EO anyway. So I'd rather Bianca be another time champion than Charlotte add another time champion to her resume that they're going to take away from her anyway. Well, that's my friend. Why I just have Oscar just retain and just have her, you know, either way, Oscar could have kept it. Bianca could have won it. I just didn't want Charlotte to get another title reign to lose to another Money in the Bank person. <laughs> yeah. 
because that's what always happens to to her. And then they take that title reign and still like name her a fourteen time champion. I wish even though she's a nineteen time champion. Please just count the reigns, okay? Did you not? Did you guys forget how to count past fourteen or something? It's not fourteen anymore. Dang. It's just one of those things. But I do like the way that they played it like Bianca was really injured. Because I definitely thought that she was. You know, because I remember watching it. And she, she took that nasty bump over the top rope. And I you're coming down there to check on her. You know, I'm thinking, you know, she's out. You know, I got, I got actually really sad for a second because I thought that she was actually injured. You know, no, she, they I, had me. I, I know. I mean... They've done this millions of times. They do it all the time. I I was waiting on them to pull out the stretcher for her to jump off of. <laughs> like Daniel Bryan yeah, yeah. or Mick Foley <laughs> right. or, or Randy right. Orton right. or whoever else gets Get put on a stretcher, stretcher and jumps off of it to run back to the ring. Right. You know what I'm saying? They do this all the time. So I knew... At that point, when she was walking out, I kind of knew she was going to win. I At that point, I actually thought Charlotte was going to win it. Mm-hmm. Because with her knee being messed up, nobody gets out of the figure eight, baby. They don't. We get it. <laughs> and we all know Charlotte's the greatest when it comes to that. Nobody breaks out of the figure eight. But Asuka hit the miss. Uh... You know, and she got, got rolled, rolled up, up right. while in the figure eight. Right, while Charlotte's trying to bridge, Bianca rolls her up and gets the one, two, three. And then EO comes out and cashes in. How you guys feel about EO Sky being champion? I don't know. I don't know. Damage control hasn't had the best reputation in a win-loss category. Right, I feel that. You know what I'm saying? They they not gonna last too long. She's not gonna last too long of a champion. I get it to maybe some uh, Survivor Series. I don't know. And that's actually man. being that's actually being generous. Yeah, that's actually being generous considering how much damage control actually loses. Which sucks to be honest with you, because here's the way I see it: if they're just going to have you be champion for a little while, you lose it. And then you don't go anywhere near it again. What's the point of giving the money in the bank? You know they did that to live more than last last year. EO's pretty. EO's pretty up there when it comes yeah. to the NXT people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? She is. She's she's pretty high up on that list. She had that NXT title for a while, and not only that, she beat a lot of people doing it. That's true. Personally, I I hope that this that she has longevity. And the women's title picture. I don't know if she'll have longevity. I just hope that she has meaningful wins while having mm. the title. And I don't want Bailey to help her win every single match because EO can do it on her own. That's, that's definitely it. true. That's definitely true. All right. Uh, let's go to the main event. I, I know time. I'm missing a match or two, but let's go uh, on to the main event. And it was uh, Jay Uso versus so. Roman Reigns. Yep. Sam Spade, your thoughts, bro. Oh, boy. So, love the match. Love the, the, the storytelling. And then that ending. It, you want to talk about taking the air out of a building. It did. Well, I immediately posted that Jimmy is now the most hated man in WWE. 
I know. I called this from the gate because I already a lot of people did. A lot of people did. I already knew. I saw the writing on the wall when Jimmy was took out, and you didn't see him anymore all the way up until I mean, it was it was like the writing was on the wall. The part that surprised me was Solo. Solo and Roman stare down. Oh Lord, yeah, that that that's definitely true, you know. But uh, to be honest with you, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to this USO versus USO feud. But to be completely honest with you, as I just said, uh, I feel like Jay USO is farther ahead in his singles career than Jimmy USO is. You know, we've never actually seen Jimmy USO have a solo. Feud, you know, like for real, feud, 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 you know? Like, when Jay Uso was running around with a solo, being, you know, uh, a main solo event. act, right, main event Jay Uso, Jimmy, right Uso Jimmy Uso was hurt. And then when Jimmy Uso comes back, he goes right back with the Usos. You know, we've never seen, you know, Jimmy Uso, you know, run a uh, solo feud. I think this is the point where they do do something with Jimmy because at this point he has to change that music. He's got to change his attitude. He's got like he's got to be a for real heel. He was always the face. Yeah. Remember Jay was a heel. Right. He's been a heel. He's been the biggest face. Jimmy never has been a heel before. I mean, the Usos have been healed. The Usos right. have been heels. Jimmy has never been a heel. Right, right. You know, that, that kind of ties into what I just said about him, you know, never being, you know, a singles wrestler before. And if you're going to start off as a single wrestler, what better way to start than against main event? James? Yeah, that's so. definitely true. You know, I what I hear is they've always wanted to do this, and I'm glad that they're going to get to do it. You know, I'm uh, excited oh. to see where this goes, see what kind of changes that Jimmy Uso might make. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see wrestler. his his new persona. Right, right. Because he's always been, you know, a Uso. You know what I'm saying? And even though Jay kind of strayed away from the Uso thing, being the right-hand man main or event. main event Jay Uso, won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You know what I'm saying? He's had three title shots so far. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's been... At the echelon by himself. Jimmy hasn't. And it's time for him to show what he can actually do on his own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm actually excited to see what they do with this. Me too. But the part that intrigued me was Roman and Solo. Right. Because Solo picked Roman over his brothers. You know what I'm saying? And then he gets speared by Roman. And he was about to hit him. And Roman just looked at him like, you going to turn on me? I wish he would like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep, you know, referencing this, but he has swear to God, he's like a parent when it comes to, you know, people in the in the bloodline, you know. He, he's like you do when you first so buck up to your dad or something. He's like, what you gonna do? You gonna hit me? Hmm? You gonna hit me? Yeah, and, something like that. And Solo was like, <laughs> shit, I will. And Jay speared him through the through the barricade. Right. So you know, I mean, I'm actually intrigued to see where this goes with Roman and Solo, because right. that's another storyline within itself. True. 
But to be honest, they have said that the Usos wanted to do a singles match against each other at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, I also see this turning into a fatal four way between the four of them. That would be great. That could work. I could definitely see that. That that could actually work. That that would be that would actually be pretty entertaining. I, I, would, I would definitely not gonna lie. I did not like when I first saw Jimmy kick Jay. I was like, why? These you know two what? motherfuckers put you in the hospital. You know what? Not Jay. <laughs> what you get him for? Because John's the bigger brother. And and to have your little brother eclipse you. Oh, man, I would hate that. You know what I'm saying? Just like he said in that promo. He, all, he said it was always, listen to your brother, Joshua. Listen to your big brother, Josh. Now you out. <laughs> Oh man! I, I, speaking as an older brother, I would definitely hate that. I would be in Jimmy Uso's shoes if that ever happened to me. He'd have to catch one. Like you, you ain't finna eclipse me, little man. No way. Exactly. You know, it's the older brother. Yeah. Showing the younger brother that I'm in charge. Exactly. So exactly. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And you know, on Raw, they had uh, <clears throat> Cody and Seth had a, a little face-to-face, mm-hmm. but that led nowhere because Shinsuke just took the spotlight out of everything. Yeah, that's definitely true. Shinsuke came in, he beat uh, Big Bronson Reed, and then at the end of the night, uh, Sammy got attacked by the Judgment Day. They needed somebody to replace Shinsuke, say I'm in, and after the match, he Kinshasa the hell out of Seth Rollins. <laughs> Where do you think this is going, Sam? Um, they're, I don't want to say they're scrambling, because for some reason, there is a lot of, um, injuries going around. It is. A lot of injuries, so they're kind of having to scramble here a little bit. Um, the women's however, Seth Rollins been, does need too. some quality opponents, because the whole purpose of him having the title is because Roman has the other ones. Right. So, well, it's just one now. somebody to carry the torch on Raw, so... It's just it's one now. Shinsuke, since that, we say damn name. Shinsuke has always been one of my favorites when he first came over to WWE. He's always been one of my favorites. In my opinion, the thing with the, the, the thing that he did with Boogs brung him down. It brung him down, but it brung Boogs up though. No, I think so. not really. Like he was very popular at that time. Everybody loved him until. What? He had a match. And as soon as he had a match, he got injured. Well, the, the, this why he, this why they're good managers. The people used to love him coming out there shredding on the guitar. Not everybody has to be a wrestler. You know, I feel like the manager is a lost art form. You tripping, man. Rick Boogenhagen in NXT was <laughs> crazy. But, uh, but I remember the match where we were leaving off SummerSlam. It was Brock versus Cody. And I yeah. feel like we should, we should talk about that one because... This is the first time ever. Thing happened. Yeah, this is the first time ever. First off, Cody got a clean win. He did. It was clean, right down the middle. He took a beating too. That's what it is. You know, Cody got to look tough. He beat Brock clean, and then at the end of the match, Brock shakes his hand and raises his hand in victory, which is the most shocking thing, in my opinion, out of all this. Cause Brock, it, was, it was reported that uh, Brock went all script and did that. He's never done that to he's anybody. A genius. 
If, it, if that's true, Brock is a genius. He knows how to get people over. And he knows that uh, endorsement from Brock Lesnar means more Big. than damn near winning the title. Big time. That's like beating the streak. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel like after this feud, you know, and all the stuff I have with Brock, Cody took a huge step in the main event title picture. You know, this I feel like this was the purpose of that feud to, you know, keep him hot, keep him relevant, but keep him away from the title. And I think it did his job. And now Cody looks like he's tough. He beat a, he beat a big name a couple of times. And we may have to wait until WrestleMania. But I can definitely see him being the person to eventually take it off Roman. He got to finish the story. They got to let him marinate. But I think it'll work. All right, guys. We got a little time left. Number one, <clears throat> Sam Spade. I know you want to talk about it, brother. The Alabama boat. Beat it. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh man. I just saw a clip where they um put the good times theme over it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you did you hear the theme song? <laughs> Well, no, I'm doing the show. Like, I don't want to be rude. The, Montgom- the Montgomery the theme song. Just, just wait till Man. you hear the Montgomery theme song. Man. For those who don't know, go ahead and so, clue, clue them in what happened. So for those who don't know, I'm going to give you all the short version of it. Because there's actually another video that came out that basically showed why the whole thing started. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. So there was a boat... That the security guard asked a group of white guys to move because I'm not sure if it was because of the riverboat was coming through or they just wanted to park there yeah. or whatnot, but they were asked to move the boat. The steamboat was coming in with all of the passengers in it that does the tour, and they docked in the spot where the steamboat is supposed to be at. Okay. So then they didn't move the boat, and then they get to all, you know, shouting at the security guard, and then they start. Well, one of the guys starts swinging, starts fighting with the security guard. And then you see a small slew of white guys coming to jump on this one black dude. Now, this riverboat has a bunch of black people on it. And the docks has a bunch of black people on it. And then all of a sudden, you just see blacks coming out of everywhere, putting the beats on these people. I mean, one guy jumped off the boat and swam to the shore. There was three guys that came up from the docks. There was, I mean, people just start coming out. It was like the Avengers assembly. (laughs) Oh, the dude who jumped in the river to swim across, pussy. Mad pussy. I won't say infinite because, you know, the internet tends to have a what have you done for me lately attitude. Mm. But for about a good few months, he's he going to have a lot of pussy on his, on his uh, plate. <laughs> so what do you guys like? Uh, how do you guys feel about what happened and everything? I feel like they got exactly what they asked for. Yeah. And, and to be completely I, honest, I'm not one to condone violence, but I'd be lying to you if I did not say I'd love to see the unity. I did. Well... As I like to say, they fucked around and found out. Exactly. You know, uh, all you had to do was move the boat. You know, that's it. You ain't got to go over there trying to throw hands on somebody. So the thing was, after... Just doing his job? After about 10 minutes, I don't even want to say 10 minutes. 
after all this time of them shouting and yelling and all this stuff, the guy decides to just untie the boat and push it himself. And that's when they were like, don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch our boat, blah, blah, blah. Well, move and it on and move it for you. Exactly. That's what basically what he was saying. You have to move. And then one of the dudes swung on him, pushed him in his throat and swung on him. He threw his hat up in the air and got to fighting with one dude. And then three other white guys come mm-hmm. out of nowhere and they basically jump at him. The girls and all. Mm-hmm. Then the girls jumped in and they start stomping on him. And then you just see... One guy swimming across the river. You see one guy coming from off the docks. You see another two guys coming off. And when the steamboat finally parked, it was on. It was, <laughs> it was, it was on right. and cracking. Right. And it was a shout out to Unc with the chair. <laughs> Not going to lie. When I saw the chair, I immediately downloaded the video. I put Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme at that very moment when he came on camera. And re-uploaded the video. <laughs> and I mean, he was popping dude with the chair. Then next thing you know, the the black girls was beating on his white lady. She's on the ground and he walks up and bam, hit her with the chair. Now, I'm not going to lie, as funny as that it was, that was a little bit of an overkill. Yeah, it was yeah, it overkill. Was, you know, this, this ain't pro wrestling. But real like, life. Like, he, like you said... When shit starts going down, you just see red. And anybody with white skin getting swung on. Because that's how basically how it was. And what was disappointing about it the most is, don't get me wrong, I love to see the unity and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But where was the white people that knew that these white people was wrong? They should have been on their ass too. True. They didn't want to fuck around and find out. They should have been on their ass just as well as the black people was on their ass. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to tell you why that, that wouldn't have worked out based on what you just said. They see red, so if anybody that's white getting these beats. But you already saw, it was, it was a group of like eight of these white people. Where were the other people to help this security guard? Where was the other security at? Filming it. You know what I'm saying? So when all these black people start jumping in, of course they finna stay their ass back because they don't want to be a part of that group that's getting molly whopped. Yep. They didn't, they didn't want to find out. It's like I said, you know, I hate to see the violence and everything. But love to see the unity. And and to be fair, you know, they they didn't do they didn't we didn't start this fight. We and, didn't start this fight. And and exact and and what I really hope is that this starts a trend of Blacks protecting other blacks. You know that that's definitely in, uh, something else that I would like to see. You know we, we gotta protect each other, as they say. You know, gotta stand up our own. It's been enough of motherfuckers sitting back and filming and watching as things happen to black people. And you know what? What really kind of made me realize that this was a racial issue was when they start saying it on other news medias, not the black medias like Breakfast Club and things like that, but when they say it on other news medias, they'd be like, a fight broke out between ongoers at the dock. Now, if it was any other, if it was black people doing this, they'd have been like, they'd have said that it was black people doing it. The video yep. that I saw from like a news uh New site. They actually said that you know the white uh, there was a group of white people that attacked the black security guard, and then more black people came out to you know fight. But when you hear it on the news, right. they say a group 
a brawl broke out. This wasn't just a brawl. This was an assault that was stopped by other black people. Say, you got to call it what it is. It's what exactly. It is. You know? It, it I, I, like I, I know the blacks were all saying to themselves 400 years, 400 years. It looked hey. like it was a race, you know, uh, fight because that's what it was pretty much. Hey, it was going down and I love to see it. They got their ass whooped and they deserved it. And now the guy... One of the white guys who owns the boat, he owns a mini mart, and he's getting a slew of one star reviews, and his store is getting slammed and stuff like that. So he's suffering the consequences from a drunken rage that he was in because he didn't want to move his boat. That's all I asked him to do. You know, you ain't got to go trying to throw hands and stuff. Just move the boat. Uh, Sam, I got another question about you. How do you feel about? All these celebrities, these black celebrities, apologizing for things that they're saying. Like Jamie Foxx had to apologize for a post that he made, basically saying, if they, he said, the post read, they killed a guy named Jesus. What do you think they would do to you? Hashtag fake friends. And all of a sudden, everybody's saying that he's saying some anti Semitic. And he had to, he apologized for it. Cancel culture can go suck a dick. You had Neo saying that uh, parents aren't being parents anymore because how can you let a child decide what sex they are? And if you let a child eat candy all day, that's what he's going to do. And now he has to apologize to the LBGT community. Yeah, I'll, I'll repeat myself. Cancel culture can go suck a dick. So how you feel about the slew of apologies? Because that, that, that's what it really boils down to. They don't want to get, quote-unquote, canceled. True. That's what, it, that's what it boils down to. You know, the Internet, for all of its, I guess, greatness, and I put that in quotation marks, has actually caused a lot of silliness. You know, you got people that are very sensitive to stupid shit, but then also want to be keyboard warriors. And I think Mike Tyson, I think it was Mike Tyson that said it best. The internet has made it to where people are ain't afraid to get hit in the mouth. Right. You know, it, it's, it's a sickening out here, you know. I mean, um, I feel like... But they, got a, they got a bag they got to watch out for. But that's why I said cancel country can go suck a day. I feel a like... A COVID-laden one, by the way. I feel like it's always good to, to hold people accountable for their actions and things that they might say, but there is definitely a you know a trend of taking things too far. You know, like somebody said something and it's time to go ruin this person's life, but I don't feel like that's right, to be honest with you. I just feel like everybody wants to be offended by something, and it's getting to the point where they're reaching to find something to be offended by. Yeah, um, I definitely feel that. What's, what's really irking me is the trend of chicks going to the gym in the most skimpiest, I wouldn't even call them clothes, some of them wear straight draws to the damn gym and doing shit just so they can draw attention to themselves so they can go viral. Like, oh my God, he's harassing me, blah, 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 blah. Joey Swole got their ass. I'm that shit that irritates my soul. Swole. I'm gonna leave that one to Joey Swole because he be letting them have it. But, uh everybody's looking for something to be offended by and it's getting to the point where they want to be offended so they can attack. It's like you can't say or do, 
you know, anything, you know, uh, especially, you know, I feel like that this is definitely an age where it's got to suck to be a celebrity because at any moment, everything that they work for can just go up in flames. Well, we're running out of time, guys. Sam Spade, any last things? Um, if you're a wrestling fan, be a wrestling fan. Don't be a douchebag. Don't be an asshole. Can't be going around here trying to grab on people, you know, what happened to Don Callis, Ten and seconds. I forgot the uh, the other recent one where one of the women's got their uh, butt grabbed by a Five, fan, you know, y'all four, gotta cut that shit out, yo. We out of here.